2: Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen, D A D, and I'm joined by your Jam That Champion, Chopper Pete Quinnell. Hello. Hello. I'm not Ollie. You're not Ollie. No, Ollie is off still. Uh, He had, well, I mean, pretty transparent about this. Got coronavirus. Yep. He caught COVID 19 because he hung out with students. Uh, well Idiot. he hung out with people pretending to be students and, sense, on, and yep. got coronavirus off the back of that yeah so he is still in his quarantining phase mm. if tomorrow we should know whether he's on the aew
3: review yes but it's,
2: it's very likely that it'll be me and you again
3: yay that means you got to review raw today Pete. uh-huh so oh
2: man i mean you love love watching raw uh-huh uh <laughs> got an email to read here uh that comes in from callum who says hi ollie and luke wanted to email in with my awful wembley way experience this past friday after arriving around <laughs> 1 p.m okay so uh this was the experience that i was at yes uh on friday if you were following the, our social media channels it was down at wembley way it was bt's uh bt sports event that was enter the wwe universe and mm. And I think the idea was you'd go down you would do like an entrance underneath the Wembley Way Bridge. Yes. It's quite a cool like little setup they had for and they had banners up and things like that. Uh, The Street Profits were there. Bianca Belair was there. Mustache Mountain were there. And it was like, you know, it was a pretty sort of full on event. I got to interview, speak with uh, all of those people. Mm -hmm. So that was quite nice and it was quite fun. We got down there for about half three-ish, I think, is when Mm -hmm. we arrived. And me
3: and Terry went and got a little coffee and stuff while we were waiting to set up. You know, it was it was an event. How was uh, How was Bianca? I'd always I think out of all the people there, I think that's probably the person I'd be most curious to speak to. Yeah, she was really
2: nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: She was you know full on pro mode. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
2: Like this, this is the sort of thing. Like I was talking to Adam beforehand. I was like, "What questions do I should I ask?" Yeah, and Adam was like, "You should ask the street props about the state of tag team wrestling." I was like, "That's not what they are." No. Like, and like the interviews are like it's all kayfabe stuff.
4: Yeah, so totally. like they're doing
2: everything like within character and mm-hmm. things like that. So. They weren't, like, we haven't put the interviews up yet, but spoiler warning, I don't think they're great. (laughs) Like, you should watch our content. Like, I think that, you know, you probably people have seen a lot of the interviews that have already gone up for them. And you've probably already got a good guesstimation of what it's like. Yeah. It's it's people doing interviews in character. It's no Eddie Kingston, is it? It is no Eddie Kingston, Mm. and I'll be honest with you. Like, I would love to interview Bianca Belair properly. Yeah, for sure. As opposed to sort of talking to her about i don't know like her stuff stuff like in a, in a character type of situation yeah. but you know what like it was lovely speaking with her street profits were awesome mm. considering they had landed that morning yeah. oof, they were full of full of beans aren't they well, always the spirits were up uh everyone was in a really really good mood and it was just really nice hanging out with them for a brief moment poor old angelo dawkins though he was very excited for the super bowl because his cincinnati bengals were there he mm. like, even on the video he was like oh yeah we're gonna win the super bowl and i said to him i was like this video might come out after the Super Bowl airs. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've said it now. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so uh, Callum continues. Uh, I waited around until 2 p.m., at which point all the awesome wrestlers turned up. However, the BT staff had no idea what was going on and then told us uh, to meet the stars. To do to to meet the stars, we've got to do a weird entrance gimmick. So I got in line to do that. I'm just four from the front around 250. All the wrestlers were on break, at which point BT staff member tells me that the superstars are unlikely to make another appearance due to being in interviews. Sorry about that. Whoops. And this mainly being a media event. Which it, Whoops uh if so why were they promoting meeting superstars from 12 to 7 basically am i wrong for being slightly annoyed at this as it was advertised as a chance to meet wrestlers and was just more disappointment than when i uh, uh, could have had a good day uh but to be positive in the dark days you guys and all of no roles bad keep me going love you all have a great week so callum i can shed some light onto this mm. so the idea was that yeah the wrestlers were going to come out and they were going to do sort of meet and greet stuff. So you would do these intro like, int- and the Street Profits were providing commentary, like, on your entrance mm-hmm. and things like that. And people would count promos on each other. And I think they'd sort of, like, hand-selected a few of them to do, like, the real big ones that they then filmed. This sure. And the other. Uh, then they went to do the, the interview portion, which is where I stepped in. Mm-hmm. And I did my interviews. And we had sort of, I think, it was meant to be sort of five to ten minutes with each of them. So that sort of, like, next hour or so was just meant to be the interviews. Mm-hmm. The interview portion of it, and then they would continue doing the meet and greets I interviewed the street prophets. Everything was grand. It was all outside and they were all in their gear as well. Yeah. And it was cold. Mm. It was a cold January February uh afternoon. Um so I interviewed the Street Prophets and then I switched with uh Louis Dangor from Give Me Sport because mm-hmm. he was interviewing Bianca Belair. So Bianca Belair came over and chat with me, and they went over to speak with with Louis. And I'm chatting with Bianca bella everything is fine and dandy and finished the interview thank you so much for doing that really really appreciate it and i'm then gearing up to interview mustache mountain because that yep. was my next one tyler bait and trend 7 from nxt uk and i go to step off the stage because like, when did he put us in this weird stage thing like the session sure. was very weird like if you watch the rush it looks mad yeah because it's a bizarre way to kind of set up interviews and stuff and i step off it and these two little girls must have been no older than six I maybe like five six seven years old or so Mm -hmm. so nervous to meet Bianca Belair and she just got this massive beaming smile on her face being like oh my god it's so nice to meet you and stuff and they were there all shy and stuff and they had their things to be signed to get up on stage and meet them and then from out of nowhere a full can of Fanta landed next to Terry uh, our camera person and exploded and sort of like sprayed everywhere because there were kids up on top of the bridge throwing cans of drink trying to hit the wrestlers
3: piss off yeah no
2: way and honestly they were like because terry got terry didn't get hit yeah but she did get wet off spray she got, off, sprayed. She got yeah. sprayed off the back of it jeez it was not far from hitting the kids
3: that's insane it was
2: so it was proper like obviously i'm like concerned i was properly concerned for terry and stuff i'm yeah. concerned for the kids and then and then i heard the security guard behind me being like i mean this is what happens when you do an event in wembley and so like yeah. the, the wwe security were then like get them indoors yeah i don't want to be out here anymore so unfortunately kind of like the reason why your time there got cut short is because of some dickhead kids yeah were throwing and like they were you could hear them laughing about it of course, as well yeah. and like so the security were just like we need to get them indoors now like yeah. i don't think they wanted them to be out there in the first place because they were wary of it being in wembley yeah so they were like no, no we need to get indoors right now so i ended up doing the mustache mountain interviews inside yeah there are if you might notice if you watch some of the interviews that were done on that day that some of them have got like really weird backdrops mm-hmm. and don't look like they are a bt sport event at all yeah that's because they were done in a conference room where the, <laughs> they were done in the green room where the rest of them were just hanging out because afterwards yeah. we all went we all went into this hotel room in this sort of conference room thing And I ended up being in the green room with the wrestlers. Yeah. Like the Street Profits and Bianca Belair. Um, What's her face? Uh, uh, Zaya Brookside. Oh, yeah. She was just there, just hanging out. Just chilling. Just chilling out. In her gear, though. Like, I hadn't. I'm
3: I'm sure there was something going on, right? I don't think they were doing any interviews. I don't don't, don't think wrestlers just walk around in their gear. That's what I
2: thought. But, like, (laughs) I was strictly told the interviews are with Mustache Mountain, Bianca Belair, and Street Profits. Maybe she was a backup, just in case. You know? could be yeah so like you know they were there and like and their security was there and some W mm-hmm. personnel were were there and stuff so we're like yeah some of those interviews like alex mccarthy's interviews he did are just in this weird conference room yeah. setting so yeah i i mean it's it sucks that it did get cut short but i think that they did it for completely the right reasons yeah because people are knobs yeah people ruin the fun for it i suppose yeah um it was it was a really like it was quite scary actually
3: yeah i can you imagine
2: know, full cans of phantom i was closer. gonna say if
3: it was like empty cans that's one thing but having them full yeah that's a, that's a weapon
2: yeah like you know and it's bad enough throwing in them at wrestlers but they were kids then. yeah like little kids they must be no older than six it was, it was dead horrible Press. um it, absolutely good word yeah. uh let's get into the main raw review here because yeah we are talking about raw but hey everyone stone cold steve austin's doing an in-ring return of wrestlemania that means you get to hear luke do his own steve austin impersonation probably too much in this show here we go
4: Steve Austin,
2: he's going to be doing the in-ring return at Wrestlemania. Oh, hell yeah! Hershey the Wonder Dog! Get me Mo Dawitch. I'm making lots of Steve Austin references to his podcast from about 10 years ago that no one will remember. Hello and welcome to the Talk Podcast! We're talking about Steve Austin and Raw. I am Luco and D-A-D, and I'm joined by your Jam That Champion, Chopper Pete Quinnell.
3: Hi. I'm not going to do a Stone Cold impression on this podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Oliver Davis uh, sadly is not with us again today. Uh, um, we've been pretty
2: transparent about this. He caught coronavirus, everyone. So wear your masks, get vaccinated and all that. He is feeling much better, uh, but we obviously he's in his quarantine and we're trying to be as safe as possible, trying to be as responsible as possible as well. So he may not be here for the uh, Thursday AEW show either. We're just being, we're being careful, but it might be okay. Yep, we're going to wait and see what happens tomorrow and see what his uh, test comeback is then. And this episode is sponsored by better help that's h e l p uh this is a fabulous service we're so happy to have them on here we have been massive proponents of support rest talk support each other support yourself support your mental health look after yourselves and this is a great way to do it this is a good way to chat through any problems you may have it's not uh, it's not crisis done it's not self-help it's professional therapy done securely online and it's available worldwide and if you click our link in the video description down below or the one that is being posted by our incredible moderating team you can get 10% off your first month using our promo code wrestle thank you to better that's h-e-l-p for sponsoring this episode today we'll talk a little bit more about those after we've done our first batch of ultra chats now peter uh you... both name yeah wow. Well, it's a very uh important uh conversation of course there. yes you did the news today i did about Stephen austin's return yes um, so
3: why don't you tell us what, it, what what's the dealy here so there was a report from uh Fightful select saying that uh wwe were really strongly uh pitching to try and get stone cold to wrestle at wrestlemania not just appear at wrestlemania obviously mm. it, it is in texas uh not just appear he's obviously appeared at previous wrestlemanias and the like but actually have a match at wrestlemania which will be the first time he's wrestled since wrestlemania 19 19 years ago luke yeah, it's nearly 20 years since
2: steve austin has been in the ring yes like louie dangle wasn't even born wait he's he's three. 15 right
3: <laughs> close enough yeah pretty sure um so yeah, so they're really strongly pushing. There's been no confirmation from Stone Cold's side that this is actually happening. But interestingly, from the people that uh, Sean ross Appen, and Fightful spoke to, the name internally listed as Stone Cold's opponent is Kevin Owens which makes a lot of sense. It does now, doesn't it? Because like last week, Owen started
2: doing this promo um, backstage with DeVille and Pierce where he was like, the people of Texas need me. Like I won my universal championship in Texas. I did this in Texas. Like I love the city of Texas and Texas needs a hero like Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. And then this week he flipped that around to be like, I'm not going to be in elimination chamber. I'm likely not going to be at WrestleMania, but that's fine because I hate Texas. Mm -hmm. Texas is stupid. It's full of idiots and this, that, and the other. So, all of a sudden, that starts to make a little bit of sense because, hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin is from Texas. Yeah. So, like, I can almost see it going either way. Like, if Austin does a full match, makes sense. But if Owens just comes out at WrestleMania, cuts a promo on the crowd, and then glass shatters, Austin comes down on a quad bike or something, turnbuckle poses, middle finger, stunner, and away you go. Pops, beers come in. Oh, you know do 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 do, 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 ba, do and then off he pops on his uh, little trolley thing again yep. and like so both ways work for it but like you know i'm a i'm 36 years old right mm-hmm. so i'm 10 37 this year steve Austin's my guy yeah I, I was there for like steve austin and i was there when steve austin retired and steve austin retired quietly as well mm-hmm. like, his match with rock it was not publicly known that it was his last match to the point where the company didn't even really know it was his last match he'd made he'd made that decision this is going to be my last match but they didn't really know that it was just something that he decided personally so like austin's like fanfare and his swan song from the from wrestling ring was just a match um you just come in i just the chat's exploded saying that cody and brandy have left aew cody and brandy have left aew that's official yeah A.W. tweeted it, Cody tweeted it. <laughs> what? Bye. Have you called Ali? Good
3: call. call Ali. What are you telling us? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. A E I've typed an S. A-E-W. A-E-W. They tweeted, apparently.
2: tweeted, apparently. Okay, guys. Um, Okay, this is from Tony Khan. Cody and Brandy Rhodes were integral to the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for community outreach helped AEW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed for far too long. Something new, innovative and lasting. Brandy helped us shape the AEW story and I appreciate how hard she fought for both of uh, us, she bought for us both in ring and out of the ring, competing in the women's division while advancing our efforts at inclusion and civil causes, including great partnerships with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy. I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. Tony Khan, CEO, President, General Manager, and Head of Creative of All Elite Wrestling. So, so Steve Austin's in-ring return.
3: <laughs> so you're gonna be changing the uh name of the title and the uh, thumbnail Yeah, I mean, that's what
2: I was just thinking. I was like, can I get And do I trust Andy to do that? No. Who no, can no. who can I get to do it? I'd get you to do it, but you you're get here me to do
3: it. I'm here. Uh I don't know. Okay, so get yeah, Ollie to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> do I do now, Pete <laughs> hey do i do this is what happens when we don't have a structure when something happens we just crumble
2: <laughs> so guys a oh, bit of a uh, um behind the scenes stuff here. Mm. We had a meeting today that was about like what do we do in emergency news situations <laughs> yes. because we had to do the Shane McMahon like being fired and the Nia Jax thing from a couple of weeks ago and like that completely tore up our days. We're like, yeah, yeah we really should put something into place in case that happens again. Yeah. Not three hours later as <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> nothing in place. Ollie's at home. Good He's not God. well. No. I and mean, his voice me. is a little bit better. Uh Sean is saying that he might go back to WWE.
3: As Sean's tweet, hold on. Honestly, I don't know why. I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna Louis Dangor myself here. For what? some reason, I don't buy it.
2: What has happened to wrestling this year?
3: Uh, yeah, Sean has just tweeted
2: nine minutes ago. Word inside the wrestling world is that Cody Rhodes could be leaving AEW and joining WWE. That would be insane. Regardless of his intent, we're told to expect an announcement soon.
3: Cody though, like, you know, yes cody's main person that he didn't like in wwe was triple h right that was like I who th- he didn't get on with the yeah most. But i think that was probably more than just like he never got given that full push no of that, course he, not. that he
2: should have had
3: right but i'm th- i'm thinking now that triple h has been you know dismantled from the back and all his crew have now gone and he has seemingly less power backstage where the code is like I can go back. So what you're saying is Triple H is going to AEW? <laughs> yes, you heard it here first. <laughs> Triple H to P- AEW confirmed. P- 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 Quinnell
2: is saying. <laughs> P- <Qunnell> is reporting <laughs> on the Wrestle Talk podcast that Triple H is heading to. Good and God! So- I looked over to the side of the screen there because I heard Andy coming yeah, through so the door, did I, and I yeah. looked, and everyone was like going, "Guys, guys, guys!" I was like, oh, "The audio screwed Uh-oh. up again. Yeah. <laughs> what Have I done wrong with the audio?" Yeah. Well. um... What, what, do I, what do we talk about? Do what do we talk about now? Do we talk? Do we talk do we about ba- this? Do we go talk- back to Steve? O- no, let's talk no. about Cody. Let's t- keep talking about this. Let's this keep, is insane. Let's keep on the Cody situation for the time being. We'll get. To- it's a good job. Smeg all happened on <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Nothing happened on Raw. It's such a good job that sweet fa happened on Raw this it's week. Go home, show. Uh, you can say that, but I mean, it's diddly dick these days. Yeah. So, Sean had reported. Um, Few weeks back, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That Cody was a free agent. Yep. like his contract expired. He had signed a three-year deal with AEW, mm-hmm. which had expired in January of 2019. It's funny enough, it's the same time that Jericho signed his as well. Mm-hmm. And I was saying in my news yesterday, like you know, Jericho teasing an AEW return. People were like, "Well, I think he's teasing Kevin WWE Owens' return. Sorry, uh, yeah, WWE return. I was yes. like, "I think it's Kevin Owens to AEW." I'm like, "He's just signed a four-year deal. Yeah, and he isn't going to AEW, but Jericho." if his contract expired in 2019 could obviously go across maybe he yeah. was working as a free agent same as cody was and i think we were probably all thinking the same thing hey, he's probably sticking with aew oh, though, yeah. isn't he like yeah 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 i, I don't see the, i don't see any need for him to go back to wwe or go to new japan or anything like that. i mean he can work new japan working with aew so yeah. like what does he what would he accomplish by going back to wwe because there's every chance he just becomes a mid-carder again mm-hmm. and like yeah there may like there will probably be a huge amount of fanfare early doors because it's cody Rhodes. but uh, let me uh let me pose this question to you Pete. Mm. outside of this room outside of the people watching this at home outside of the people in our office the people who read our website the people who are subscribed to our patreon how big of a deal is it that Cody Rhodes might go back to WWE? I think- Like to the wider
3: wrestling landscape. It's not that big a deal, but it's probably the biggest person from AEW that could jump to WWE. Massive. Because, and not just from an AEW perspective, but because Cody does have outside products, because I'm like, you know, the Go Big show and all that stuff. He does have somewhat of an outside presence, even if it's not huge. Whereas a lot of the AEW wrestlers are- AEW wrestlers and literally nobody outside of AEW would know who they are, kind of thing, in terms of like a casual audience. Whereas Cody, it's not a big deal, but it is it's a huge deal from AEW's perspective. But from a casual fans' perspective, it's probably not a huge deal. But that's it's, kind of my like, yeah, it's kind of my point. It's okay, I like, guess like it's, to, it's like, oh it's that guy. Exactly like to Joe Public, whose yeah. knowledge
2: is WWE is a wrestling product that mm-hmm. I sometimes watch on a Monday night and I'll occasionally like catch a pay-per-view or whatever. To them, like, is Cody just a guy that was there 10 years ago and yeah. hasn't been there since? Like, if he comes back, it's like, oh, it's that dashing guy that had that mustache once. Oh, it's Dusty Rhodes' son. Yeah, it's Dusty Rhodes' kid. Like, yeah. you, like, but, you know, to us, this is a massive thing mm-hmm. that Cody be going back in. But I don't know if our, you know, the, our sort of very hardcore wrestling world is that much of
3: WWE's core audience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe I'm completely off base here. I think there's merit to it. I think it would be a big deal for, like, if he does return, I think the return will be a big deal. I think people will know who he is, especially if he returns at, like, a bigger stage like a WrestleMania, where there's normally a slightly more hardcore audience or, like, the Raw After Mania or something like that, where there is a more hardcore audience. That will get, like, a really big reaction. In terms of, like, long-term presence in WWE, though, I really don't know if it's going to make a difference Yeah. Too much. You know. Well, yeah, like...
2: Is, is Cody going to go back to WWE and be the main eventer that he is in AEW? Like, is he going to be going back and challenging Bobby Lashley for the title? Is he going to be going back and... He's going to beat Roman Reigns. He's going to be the guy to dethrone <laughs> Roman Like, yeah, like, I don't see Cody Rhodes' universal champion. No, Do I don't I mean? either. Like, I, I see Cody Rhodes' IC champion. Yeah, Like Maybe. In- like in an AEW world one like people have fantasy booked the idea of him turning heel going against mm. his stipulation of never challenging for world title like I totally see him winning the AEW World Championship but the WWE championship the universal championship I don't know like mm. but is it going to be a case of you know Vince has always been Bobby Heenan is the guy I always bring up for this so Bobby Heenan when he was in WCW he didn't like to badmouth WWE yeah. or WWF at the time because he had a good relationship with Vince. Just Vince had let him go and he went off to work for Turner and he was just like, okay, you know, now I'm I'm here and I'm working with Bischoff and this, that, and the other, but I don't want to be that guy that's just like, WWF sucks and this, that, and the other. And then when WCW folded, he didn't even get a call to go back. He did WrestleMania X7 as that one-off appearance, but he didn't mm-hmm. get the call to go back. And the reason why it was always speculated and reported why did go back is because vince was like well he's nice to me like vince wants what he can't have yeah he could get bobby heenan when he was alive he could get bobby heenan and a very quick phone call pick up the phone and i've got bobby heenan. he can come back and he can start working monday nights again yeah but cody he can't have when he's with aew and if he is becoming this sort of like big star you know he's on Go home, big show, whatever the show's <laughs> called. Yeah. No, I mean, let's be honest. No one watches it, so no one knows what it's. I have called.
3: no idea what the ratings are for that show. So who yeah. knows? Uh,
2: and you know, he's got um, Miz and Cody or whatever it's called. Like, sure,
3: yeah. yeah. Road, Ro- Rose Roads to the top. Rose to the top. Thank you, man. Yeah. So he's got his got own it. reality
2: TV show there as well. So like, maybe in WWE's mind now, he is a bigger star mm-hmm. because he's got these outside projects. He no longer is just mid-card icy champ Cody Rose. He yeah. is outside star that will make icy jam
4: mm. hold up
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.
3: there's the other side of this, Luke. Yes. What if, what if this is a work? This is a huge work. What if this is a work? And he
2: just shows up on Dynamite he this just week? shows up.
3: Like, yeah, like, I mean, do you know
2: what's great about that? We all got worked. Yeah. It doesn't happen in wrestling very often, and I love that. I, yeah. I think it's great. People, there are some people within wrestling fandom that hate being worked because they always want to be in the know. They always, want to be like, oh, I saw that coming a mile. I was like, it's okay to, to not, not know to not know, and to be worked by this. Episode. So like, if we are just being massively worked by this i'd love
3: i think that'd be amazing and you know what if they if this is a work massive props to all of massive them because this feels, f- feels very legit they've done yeah. all the things that they probably should you know they had teasers for weeks of them being like doesn't have a contract working as a free agent and then weeks off, weeks later they're paying it off with tony khan doing a, an official statement and all that stuff like that's cody that feels like, very legit yeah, you know cody said like it was his promo, the one he did when he was like before
2: the Sammy Ladder match, mm. where he's like, "I got a contract in the mail, wasn't the contract that I wanted, but it was because it was a contract for a match." He was basically mm. saying, like, saying to the audience, "I am working without a contract." Yeah, I was always surprised that that line didn't get a bigger reaction. Yeah, because like the AEW fan base is the fan base that's in this you know room that we're in Absolutely. currently, and like yeah. they're on the dirt sheets and whatnot, but it didn't get that much of a reaction, and I wonder if that's because people just didn't buy it yeah because everyone was like oh yeah it's a talent contract but is he isn't he still just an evp like isn't he still working under that pretense yeah
3: i don't know man i'm, um, I'm really confused about the whole thing because genuinely i don't know what is happening <laughs> with, with any f- of it i'm just oh i follow brandy rose on twitter good for you
2: she doesn't follow you back the more you know eh uh, so brandy uh said a heartfelt thank you to every fan that supported me in aew that's, that's not me so, I mean, I I did call Brandy Rhodes an idiot oh, on, a, did, on a podcast. You, you did do that. <laughs> you did do that, Luke. It's a direct quote from me as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was an honor to be the company's first chief brand officer and thank you the thank you list is long so I'll try not to wander thank you to Culture City, Special Olympics Illinois and the American Heart Association for following me to cultivate these amazing partnerships thank you to every AEW heel that helped me build a dream community of female fans, thank you to every AEW wrestler and talent that worked hard to create a great locker room environment, thank you to the production team, makeup team and seamstress thank you Dustin, QT, Jerry Lynn Lever Bates and once uh, and every ounce of energy, help and encouragement you provide. Provided. thank you to my husband for being that constant rock and partner every single day thank you to tnt tbs and warner media for treating my family like your family thank you to tony khan for giving me this opportunity and platform i move forward with my daughter and this quote in mind we must take time to define our own path too quickly we find the whole world defining it for us unknown
3: <laughs> great quote that She you just make it up Just <laughs> make
2: up any old he said, can unknown <laughs>
3: Let's put it in quote marks it makes it more legit
2: also i'll see you on the flippity flop michael scott which is a parks and Recs referees
3: great i know it's an obvious reference. <laughs> i was gonna say luke you've done that thing again where you've made a joke but you've not said it like a joke
2: <laughs> still think the best one of that was when ollie did uh it was a seven go a joke he's mm. like spoilers for fight club
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: If so would imagine going like that's Very Fight good. Club, you as seven, you idiot. Yeah. Um, apparently Cody Rhodes tweeted, um, "Is he actually? I thought he left Twitter." Uh, oh my god, Christmas Day. Jesus,
3: that's a long statement. <sighs>
2: okay, I've got to bring this one closer, ladies and gentlemen, because right. it's also on a terrible background. Um, <laughs> this is from Cody Rhodes. Uh, I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room. Amazing fans. Amazing people. The Revolution was indeed televised, and I've been incredibly lucky to be a part of that. First I want to thank Tony Khan he, uh, it, He's taking the baton And run with it It was honoured to work For him And to know him On a personal oh, just to close off here, And to work on a personal level He's a beautiful soul Obviously need to thank My incredible wife And mother of my baby girl Brandy uh, For all her love and support Throughout this journey together And the amazing relationship She fostered with Culture City And the American Heart Association I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson These two Whether they know it or not Took an undesired And not confident Little cub And gifted me the confidence To become a leader of the pack Kenneth Omega Chris Jericho chicken we started the fire i must thank tim with greg um the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace i can't name everybody but thank you to mega margaret harrington jeff jones dana tony shivani burn raf and the hardest uh, worker in the game cutie marshall for popping me up and kicking me in the ass when i was running on fumes
3: you know we got offered i was just about to say
2: yeah so we got offered an interview with cutie marshall for this friday and Oli, because I'm not doing the show this Friday, and Ollie was like, I'm not sure whether we can make that work because I've got my to do this and the other because I'm off on toil may change that maybe maybe we should have them on i think we'd probably get QT marshall on to, to talk about this a
3: little bit i reckon ain't. we can yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah maybe that
2: did uh i must thank all my kiddos mjf jade sammy darby lee ricky tom the the ass boys brock velvet <laughs> he didn't really say that i added that nyla aubrey turner vanilla solo spears julia anna will wardlow sunny fuego one and of course negative one
3: is he naming the whole AEW roster
2: while we're at it give jade the cody vater
3: does that what does that mean
2: is it a move that he did
3: <laughs> Can not tell you
2: is it like a george foreman grill <laughs> uh also to take this moment to thank the great puns i feel like i'm burying cody Rhodes here yeah, i'm actually like bit. i'm actually like really like just stunned by all of this yeah um where did I get to? Uh, Also need to take a moment to thank the great partners of Water Media, including Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and beautiful memories of this renaissance. Through sweat, blood, and tears, literal fire, and all of that, I left it all on the mat. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered to lead at the company, the community outreach team. In the most inward moment, your outward behavior and your ability to take fame, influence, and do something of value for the communities you visit, whether the cameras are on or off, is the highest honor. I'm confident Amanda Huber will lead the department with style. So proud of my creations and contributions, and items I supported or calibrated on with such wonderful professionals. Collaborated. Thanks, well, thank you. Thank you, fans. Y'all did the work. Let's live forever. Cody's neck tattoo. I'm going to, um, Mod Mother, can we put a poll up? Oh, the entrance elevator. That's the Cody Vader. Right. Thank you, everyone. I, I mean, do, I did this for a living.
3: I think Jake Cargo will rock that. Absolutely rad, yeah. Really?
2: Mod Mother, can we get a poll up? Mm. is this a work
3: oh it's a good poll it's a good poll yes or no is cody leaving aew a work is it a work i'm inclined to think it's not i'm inclined to think it's not as well yeah I don't you think know it the, is. the whole him working as a free agent thing i mm-hmm. thought was a work yeah totally yeah this now i think this has now swayed me into into shoot territory this is a shoot brother yeah it is um huh White. so
2: obviously we back fight for select and aha uh-huh, okay yeah. so cody Rhodes update cody Rhodes. oh and this might be the old update that he's put up fight forwards learned that cody Rhodes and AEW have yet to come to an agreement it's likely announcement regarding this coming soon word among the wrestlers that the two sides have been unable to reach an agreement and cody could be leaving the company and headed to wwe fight Force. we'll have more details on the situation that was about half an hour ago See,
3: now that is swaying me back to being a work that is posted <laughs> minutes before they announced that cody has left Hmm. Like, no, man. Like him posting that minutes before they officially announce it now leads me to think that SRS is in on the work. And I'm totally this is tinfoil hat territory I'm getting into right now.
2: But it, like, I don't know. Like, oh man, knowing Sean and I don't know Sean. Like, I don't know him as like a brother or anything no, like that. But I know not. I know Sean pretty well. We've had quite you know extensive conversations and stuff. Mm. I don't. Kn- Maybe he let himself. Be mm-hmm. worked in this. I sure. don't I don't know if he would do it knowingly. Right. Like in in the sense of like he is in on the work, he is doing it to work us mm-hmm. or he's doing, Like, I don't think Sean would do that. Whether or not he doesn't know, like if he's told by people, like you know, various different totally, people, this yeah. is what's happening, then that is what he is probably led to believe, especially yeah. if it's people that he trusts. Yeah.
3: And maybe they waited for SRS to post that update and then they posted it minutes after they were waiting for the fightful report. Exactly. And then they posted yeah. their official statement. Oh, do you know where, i don't um, know him anymore you know like so we back fight for select on on patreon right? yes
2: you know when if you go to sort of find a creator and you type in fight for so you can go to their page yeah have you seen what the first result of that always is no so if you type in fight into the search bar it is a uh, true and on the only anti-pedophile podcast fighting the sicko elites it makes me
3: laugh every Fun. single
2: time because it's one of the dumbest things i've ever heard
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait so you don't agree with uh combating pedophiles <laughs> just getting that <laughs> on record now luke I'm just saying, they're f- idiots. Um, <laughs>
2: um, Andrew Zarian, I can confirm that Cody's camp has been in contact with WWE officials. That's from Andrew Zarian oh, from damn. Mat Men Podcast. Um, someone's messaging me to say this whole
3: thing is a work. Um oh, man, I don't know anymore. Yeah. I, I don't genuinely know. don't know. I feel I feel like it's a shoot. I feel like, like it's a
2: shoot. Also, I mean, just someone's pointed out there, like Aaron's just saying, like, he's got two shows on TNT. Mm
3: like he is a tnt and tbs guy yeah is it a case? is it a case of yeah like he's just going to like renegotiate and move the show across to usa could be could be that he'll just be on wwe and have his show on tnt like it's, it's possible right i mean right. Like, if cody goes yeah this is massive this is probably going
2: to be one of the biggest stories of the year Because Cody is a guy that, like, he got fired by WWE, he made that list, and every wrestler that gets fired now does that list gimmick, Mm -hmm. right, where they write down a list of people that he wants to wrestle. Yeah. Or he or she wants to wrestle. And he then, and he did the work, he went to Ring of Honor, he completely reinvented himself, he went to New Japan, and he made a name for himself with New Japan as part of Bullet Club and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Without Cody Rhodes, there's no all-in. No. Because, yeah, Dave Meltzer made the tweet when someone asked him, could Ring of Honor sell out 10,000 of Ring of Honor? And he said, probably not. It was Cody that said, yeah, I think we can. Yep. And it was Cody, Matt and Nick that went and made that happen. It took the initiative. And without that show, there's no Tony Khan meeting with Cody Rhodes. Without that meeting of Tony meeting with Matt, Nick and Cody, there's no All Elite Wrestling. For better or worse, Cody Rhodes changed the wrestling landscape in a major way that no one has done for 20 years. Yeah. It is... I I am... I thought he'd be AEW
3: for life. Absolutely. Like this, this is
2: his creation. Yeah. Or
3: partly his creation. One thing that I've always found fascinating is that whenever we initially did videos about AEW... We always put Cody on the thumbnail. Oh yeah, because no one knew who Tony Khan was. Mm-hmm. So we'd always put Cody was the figurehead. He was always like, if we talk about AEW shock something or what or other, we'll have a Cody face on the thumbnail because no one knows who Tony Khan is. And over time, that has just shifted. So now, Cody does not represent AEW at all. He's just a wrestler in AEW. Tony Khan is now the AEW guy, and that's so. Interesting to look at that, like process and how it shifted from this is Cody's project into no, this is Tony Khan's project. Cody was just a part of it.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right on that. Also, there was there was reports last year that Cody wasn't like not 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 on speaking terms, but Mm. he was having differences of opinion between his other EVPs like Kenny and the Young Bucks. Yeah, and it was noticeable that they weren't doing storylines together anymore. There was a there was a time when Cody was part of the elite storylines. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he wasn't. Yeah. And he became, as you know, as going in raw put it, he was Cody Island. Yeah. And like people would visit Cody Island, they would do stuff on Cody Island, and then they would leave Cody Island, and go back to
3: AEW. Had to enter the Cody Zone. Yeah. As yeah, as Ollie said, it's the Cody Zone. Like, this is all very confusing. If he goes back, do you think he's going to be Stardust? No, surely. Uh, surely not. He wouldn't. I don't think he'd go back if he was going to be Stardust because that was the thing that yeah. got him out in the first place.
2: Well, yeah, it was. I mean, he put his F, he put his all into it, but it was. Like, oh, yeah. take the piss out of him.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, well, I mean, he's got to be Cody. That's the point of bringing him bringing him back, right? Yeah. I mean, I've said that about so many other things. Like, well, that's the point of hiring this guy, right? Is yeah. you do this thing and then they don't do it. So, I mean, right. So, guys, we'll kind of. So Steve Austin at WrestleMania. I was going to huh? say, yeah, we'll
2: <laughs> we'll stay on top of this story as much as we can do, but um we'll try and do sort of updates and stuff as the show goes on cody Rhodes versus steve austin book it <laughs> <laughs> by the way the poll for is it a work yes or no is 50 50.
3: oh yes. my god <laughs> nobody knows
2: um it's only six minutes so like who knows but yeah like we'll try and stay on top of this as much as possible um man we're half an hour into the show we thought this we were only going to do like an hour-long show today because anyway, there was nothing <laughs> happening on raw and then obviously this happens
3: should we do some multi chats.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say we I will do we, we, But we only talked about the Austin thing. I mean yet. we
3: kind of have a little bit.
2: Okay, so the report is Steve Austin might be having a match at Mania. Probably Kevin Owens. Probably Kevin Owens. If I'm a betting man, it's Austin Theory. Or maybe Austin that's Austin versus Austin. Maybe that's the second match.
3: Stunner versus Stunner, though, I think is good. Stunner
2: makes Stunner versus Stunner makes sense. I know a lot of people were sort of fancy booking this. I was into fightful fancy booking this being like, you know, what would you have Steve Austin do in a match? I can see it going one of two ways. Because the things that you're here to pop for are glass shatters, four corner posts, stomp in a mud hole, Luthers press, stunner, beers, right? You've got six things that you need to tick off. Profit. You can get all six of those things in a 10 second match. Yep. Or you can get all six of those things in a boring 25 minute match. Yeah. Because I think if it goes to the extended version of that 25 minute match, that match is just kevin owens works over steve austin for 23 minutes and then steve austin does his flurry at the end and wins yep and i personally yeah cool i'd love to see steve austin have a match back again but if i've got a choice between those two things i just want to see him come in hit the stunner kevin owens because we're popping for the finish Mm -hmm. like we're popping for the music and we're popping for the finish so you could just do it quickly yeah i what you don't want this to be is brett versus vince at yeah. what you don't want this to be is michael cole versus jerry lawler which i, I which was so long and yeah. it was so boring and vince versus brett vince versus brett didn't need to go the 45 minutes that it went for i know it didn't go but it was like it felt like it actually i feel like it's still going on it just needed to be kick in the dick sharpshooter vince taps out yeah all cole and lawler needs to be was punch in the face pile driver pin cole you didn't need the anonymous raw general manager being like, I reversed the decision and all this sort of nonsense. I think you keep this simple. Stunner, pin, that's it.
3: Yeah, I tend to agree. I don't think this should be a match. Yeah. I think this should be an angle because I think if it's a match, it might... I don't want to see Stone Cold win if it's a match. I would want Kevin Owens to be able to... Steve Austin to put over Kevin Owens if yeah. it's going to be a proper match. Whereas... If it's an angle, you can just have Stone Cold come out on top because that's what we want to see. We want to see Stone Cold come out, do the entrance, hit the stunner, off we go. If it's a match, you want to see Kevin Owens win. He's the younger guy against a legend who hasn't wrestled in 19 years. Mm -hmm. You'd want him to win the match, really. But who knows what they're going to do. I would like to see it if it is an angle. Uh, just a little update here
2: this is from Mm -hmm. sean uh shortly before the announcement wwe officials were aware of the situation and also knew that announcement would be dropped we heard that the two sides have uh, at least had discussions but wwe was well aware that announcement regarding rota's departure would be made at 10 a.m eastern so that is according to sean ross cody has been in conversations very recently (laughs) he's just mentioned being like see i told you we should do more breaking news videos (laughs) okay uh, so we're gonna do man, we've got a bunch of super chats but it's all about the cody brandy stuff so let's do the cody brandy chats first and then we'll do, do the austin ones yep uh homestar fan kicks us off saying honestly don't know why cody would want to go back to wwe we all know how well wwe treat wrestlers from rival companies
3: remember ddp and Sting? That's an excellent point man yep really really good point point. and like he's already been in wwe he knows what it's like has he watched the product yeah. it's real bad
2: yeah. <laughs> I watched this episode of like. Raw. Did yeah. you watch Raw last night, Cody? Because uh, yeah. it's not good. Uh, Peter Mullins, you ain't, if you ain't Brock, man, like, Peter Mullins, uh, you lasted five seconds without Ollie, and Cody leaves w- AEW. That's his boy. I think Ollie oh, yeah. was the only thing keeping Cody in the zeitgeist. Wait, wait, was Ollie the final crux of Cody Rhodes? And now that he's gone, Cody was vulnerable. It all lines up. Must be. Yep. Uh double L Liam Leonard. That was shocking. Wherever Cody goes, he will hopefully uh, get cheers there. Uh, but for Raw, I told you, Ollie and Luke went on the Patreon call last month when the Prophets' dogs match came. When I went to bed. I did that again because I wasn't worth watching live. Boring. Ain't that about the truth. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Atkin. For what it's worth, I think you're right to focus on the Cody news at first today. In terms of in the future, think of any real news. If there's a breaking story, then it supersedes all other scheduled items, if that makes sense moving forward. That's what we did with the Shane McMahon. Yeah. Just before your uh, NXT review. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Gronick. Falling down the Cody rabbit hole. Cody quits, then he comes back so he can challenge for the AEW championship. I know a lot of people go by that, but... I, and I've said this before, you don't need to go that convoluted with it. You can just do it as a thing. But like,
3: A, it works though. You don't need to go that convoluted with it. But Luke, what a moment when he comes back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but Pete what a moment what a moment <laughs> Tanrussa holy S word stone cold now Cody I'm starting to think that it might be a work but yeah disappointed in Cody if he goes back and he was brought to uh, but what if he was brought to run in Ring of Honor and control there that would be cool it'd be great to ha- be the head of the new Ring of Honor going forward that's kind of cool uh, Peter Mullins, guys, it's fine. Cody may be gone, but Fuego 2 hasn't been confirmed as gone yet. Fuego 2 for AEW World Champion. Then he can go to face El Generico in a super feud. It's so obvious it writes itself. Totally. It's going to happen. Uh, Chance25, uh, with two simple tweets from Fightful, everything from last night's Raw has gone out the window. What a time to be a wrestling fan. Crazy. In all fairness, like I watched Raw. like Everything went out the window pretty early doors. Like, everything went
3: out the window what do you while want- watching Raw. What
2: do you want me to say about Street Profits versus dirty dogs dirty dogs 10 this is a wild time now i hope that he doesn't go just go i hope he just doesn't give up and go back so depressing if he does new japan impact nwa ring of honor so many fun and amazing possibilities wwe is so dull and boring hope he goes and runs ring of honor dynamite is going to be intent this week the thing is 10 ruzzer he can do that while working for aew yeah. for aew goes back to wwe all that's out the window but if he's with aew he can go work new, uh, nwa he can go work new japan he can go work ring of honor like, but this is a choice to go back to WWE and just be in WWE. If he, like, you know, 10 Ross then there and a few people have said it's disappointing if he does. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's disappointing?
3: I think that Cody has... AEW is founded off the anti-WWE sentiment. It is, we are finally competition. We are not like this company. We're going to have sports, race. we're going to have good wrestling. The wrestling is going to be the focus. Uh, we are a pro wrestling company, not a sports entertainment company. There's a very kind of anti-WWE sentiment baked into the entire foundation of AEW. So for then to him to go back to WWE kind of does go against the sentiment that he was putting forward as the forefront of AEW to be like, he's the guy who took the, the sledgehammer and broke apart the throne that's his thing right and i was gonna
2: say like h- yeah if there's one guy in aew that has been the anti-wwe stance of we are a different promotion mm-hmm. doing different things it's cody it's the golden shovel it's the sledgehammer on the, the thing like everyone's like man cody takes too many shots at wwe and if he's then the guy that goes back
3: like, that is you thought of the, all the guys he'd be the one that wouldn't go do you know when people ask, like, uh, like All Out, when loads of people debuted, and they go, man, so many WWE guys go into to AEW. Who's going to be the first AEW guy to go to WWE? I don't think anyone thought Cody Bloody Rhodes would be the first first choice.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Guilty Hats, and in. how many times in this past year has the question, is this Cody thing a work, been asked? The man just does things to the point to get reactions. He's pure chaos. and I'm here for it. If it is the work, though, I have no idea what it achieves. Us talking about it. It's, it's this yeah. it's you talking about it it's everyone like the 2100 people in the chat talking about it it's the people the thousands of people that go oh, i brag the thousands of people the tens of thousands of people that will watch this show afterwards the tens of thousands of people that will download the podcast mm-hmm. that's what it's about cody is a guy that has nothing but negative comments about him yeah in like the last what six eight months everyone's been so, since that promo where he solved racism <laughs> everyone has been so down on cody Rhodes. yeah I think this is one of the first times that people are talking about Cody Rhodes, maybe not so much in a positive light, because I, I in a, am... In a non-negative light. In a light. non-negative light. Like, yeah. in an, oh, I'm curious to see what Cody does next yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Because I am... I'll be honest with you. If he goes back, I actually would be disappointed. Yeah. I genuinely would. I actually am in agreement with that. And I don't like to get too wrapped up emotionally in these sorts of things. But I would be disappointed in him to go back. Like, to have done everything that you've done over the last 10 years and then go back i don't know like I, I, I that doesn't it sits really weird with me
4: mm-hmm. yeah
2: I, um, I agree peter Mullin says cody no you were the chosen one you were supposed to destroy the fed not join them that was pretty good uh okay that was dramatic but surely cody knows going back to wwe is a bad idea with vince's history of holding a grudge
3: you'd think i mean it's it's also like that's not
2: wrong yeah like i don't know but hey, man, David is Cody going back to the WWE? Is the heel turn? <laughs> <laughs> he played us all along. Uh, do you want to take the Steve Austin one? Are you got I mean, uh, a point yes. you wanted to make. Sorry, I
3: I was going to make a point. I mean, hey, though, you would have thought that Cody had a pretty decent contract in AEW. If he's getting paid more from WWE. Fair play to him. He's got a kid, dude. I'll absolutely, you know, if you'd yeah. If he's making bank, on this deal, fair. I mean, fair play to you, man. Fair play, man you got a kid now totally makes sense yeah talking about steve austin changing gears <clears throat> hold on let me do the ww country style changing gears now let's talk about uh it's <laughs> called steve austin at wrestlemania my guest at this time comments about <laughs> steve austin jack nichols says uh man this will be cool i wonder if austin will use his disturbed no theme. of course he's not going to use the disturbed theme jack Hope not. Yeah. Uh does anyone else remember that bit in the album version of Down with the Sickness where the lead singer pretends he's getting battered by his mum? It's bare cringy. Jam that jam.
2: Oh mate, I mean that whole album is cringy. Mm. Like I know there are some disturbed fans listening to this, but man, disturbed were never cool. They were always so lame. They right. do they do a cover of um Oh man, what's the cover that they do? They do a cover of Tears for Fears is Shout. Yes. And it's not a great cover. mm there have been some really good tears for fears covers i'm a big tears for fears fan a lot of people have done some really good covers of tears for fears stuff this is one of the worst ones mm. and there's a line in tears for fears is shout when they go as cold as ice but they go as cold as ice oh with your ice ice baby <laughs>
3: cough <laughs> so
2: rubbish
3: Sweater, so crap and Number people are like one. man what a genius band no they weren't
2: they were always cringy
3: Charles Berg said, I may get some flack for this, but uh, but I don't care who it is. I don't have any interest in watching a 57-year-old man with knees as strong as Jell-O wrestling a match, especially two decades removed from his last one. It's a surefire way to kill his aura, jam that jam. if done right. Not if done right, they don't have a great track record. <laughs> Undertaker and Shawn Michaels like to say hello. Uh, and Goldberg, for that matter. Peter Mullins has been a member for four months in a row. Thank you so much said so dr dre snoop 50 cent and eminem are singing at the super bowl ronaldo is up front for man united and austin is <laughs> in lighting mania what year is this <laughs> i actually am genuinely curious though like so
2: much of um entertainment is nostalgia for us mm. and like our generation yeah is there like this just younger generation that are just like when are we gonna get stuff <laughs> When do, when do we when do we get new things? <laughs> new why is why, why is everyone so focused on crap from the 90s? Yeah. Like for me, pushing 40. Grand. Yeah, and, You know, I love the fact that Star Wars stopped trying, and they've stopped trying <laughs> to make new things, and they're just like, let's just do stuff that appeals to lads in their 40s, because they're the only ones that care about Star Wars now. Ghostbusters Afterlife! Ghostbusters- <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park, Dominion, like, all of these films are just like, I just don't know why we're bothered trying to go to a new audience. They just appeal to men in their 40s. Like, that's the only target audience we care about <laughs> Oh,
3: now. God. Uh, Brandon Aegeus? said uh, i'm not sure how i feel about a stone cold return he's been missing from the ring for 19 years an element of ring rust could exist and could lead to a Shawn michaels and saudi type of return Ooh, yeah shit. uh if they beat their opponent it's such a burial to that opponent because wwe would be telling me that a talent today is no better than someone who's been missing from the ring for 19 years ago i strongly disagree with that point uh point two uh, would be even worse if this is a squash match in stone cold's favor still disagree If the opponent wins, no point in Stone Cold coming out of retirement when his final match was so perfect and worked perfectly in storyline. Also, why would Cody go back to WWE? After that Stardust gimmick, he really should know better. Apologies for the tantrum. Over and out. I disagree with a lot of that, Brandon. Um... In the terms
2: of, like, I agree with you that it could be a Michaels thing. And that would yeah. be that would be so sad, which is why I think you want to try and keep this as short as possible. Absolutely, Like you said, if it's like a 20-25 minute boring match, that's, that's not great. Ba- that's bad. Um, but I do disagree with the idea that it's Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Stone Cold. He's the biggest wrestling star ever. Like, if Kevin Owens gets beaten by Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's not like, oh man, what a burial of Kevin Owens. It's Steve Austin. It's not the Brooklyn Brawler beats Kevin
3: Owens. That's a different kettle of fish. I don't think he'd be buried by losing. I don't know if it would be good for him.
2: (laughs) I I disagree. I think it'd be great for
3: him. I don't think so at all. I think Stone Cold would come out, he'd beat him, and then he'd be... As he was, if not worse.
2: I mean, that's most episodes of Raw anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At, yeah. Le- at least he's going you no. Know, least he's not going downwards. Like that's a great. That's a you know an upwards thing. Uh, and lastly, martial arts. Actually, a couple more martial arts. Since WXW can't. Comedy sorry this is about the cody stuff it's going back to the cody thing yeah. yeah martial arts since wxw can't book wrestlers working for aew for me this is cody thing is two weeks away from 16 carat gold makes total sense i don't know how martial arts and dan always just find a way to be like oh, how does this affect wxw yeah 16 carat is very important uh alpha wolf wwe still haven't got a challenger for the wwe title cody's coming back pretty sure he'd want a guarantee for a push cody Rhodes versus lashley for the title at mania cody going over if Cody Rhodes comes back, gets put straight into a program with Bobbles over the WWE Championship leading into a WrestleMania match, and that's Cody's first match back, mm-hmm. and he gets his big old grand entrance on the Cody Vader, whatever the George Foreman grill, whatever he's calling yep. it. And he beats Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Hey, what a moment.
3: Like that what is a moment. That is a heck of a that's a heck of a first play to bring him back. Yeah. Alternatively, Cody comes back, big title match of WrestleMania, and he loses. <laughs> Lashley just beats him. Back down the card you go, mate. I mean, let's be welcome honest. back. It, it happened to AJ Styles. Yep. Uh, Alternatively, yeah. Ten hat time. He goes, wins the WWE title, shows back up on AEW. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, guys, I'll sign the contract <laughs> next week. I'm just going to do this WrestleMania thing first. Yeah, Vince, it's okay. Like, it's, I, I, my pen's run out of ink, but I, I have signed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, believes <laughs> Tony. Tony. I've got the belt. I've got the belt. Run. Anyway, yeah. disturbed rapport, man's limp biscuit.
3: Anyway, <laughs> let's, um, uh, <laughs> you- your disdain for anything disturbed related. The crap me going. like it they're very going. poor.
1: Um,
3: anyway, this podcast is sponsored
2: by 45 minutes into this show. Whoa. I'm so sorry, Denise. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. Click the link in the video description down below. Click the link that is being supplied by our wonderful moderating team and use that promo code WRESTLE for 10% off your first month. This is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely securely online. And you want to do it via text? You can do. Want to do it over the phone? You can do. You want to do it over a video call? You can do. The option is yours. You're in control of this, just in the way you're, we're all in control of our own lives. And BetterHelp to help you do make yourself a, a, a little better. Like BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. You will be matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. Please do click the link in the video description down below. Um, your well-being is very important to us here at Russell Talk. Our well-being, Pete, your well-being is very important mm. to me. Every single person watching this, we want you to be the, be the best version possible of you. And these are people that can help you out if you do feel like you need it.
3: Last couple of years have been pretty rough
2: mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So
3: this is exactly the kind of thing you need to, because sometimes you have stuff on your shoulders that you didn't even know you had. And doing stuff like this can help relieve that tension from you. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're going to breeze through Raw because...
3: I mean, nothing happened, so that's fine.
2: Well, okay, so this opening segment here where Bobby and MVP come out, I mean, here are my notes. Bobby and MVP come out, they say stuff. Seth Seth comes out, he says stuff. Riddle comes out in Toga and says stuff. Austin Theory comes out, says stuff. AJ Styles comes out and says stuff. Bobby says stuff back. Brock Lesnar comes out and is the only star in the ring. Yeah. Why is the point of this being an Elimination Chamber match other than it is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view? Because this match is Bobby versus Brock. Mm. and no one else matters in it
4: yeah
2: that's it i've got this, no, i've got nothing this, to add to this luke this segment made every single person not named bobby lashley or brock lesnar look like an absolute chump yep because what happened here folks is that they all came out to do the standard raw thing where you get interrupting promo who and they interrupt each other's promos and they stand in the ring like geeks and Brock Lesnar gets the only superstar entrance. He comes out, and what does everyone do? They get out of the ring. Yeah. He starts beating up Austin Theory, and everyone just... Like, just gets out. AJ Styles, I thought Bobby Lashley cleared house. like Bobby and Brock cleared house. Then I watched it back, and I was like, no, literally, like AJ Styles just gets out of the ring. Yeah,
3: everyone just leaves.
2: Riddle just gets out of the ring. Seth Rollins just
3: gets out of the ring. Yeah. Oh, our time in the script is up. Exit left. Oh, you know, I am. Off we go. Everyone looked like absolute losers. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, AJ Styles managed to say WrestleMania moment three times in his promo, <laughs> which is kind of wild. I also said, "What happened to all of Austin Theory's charisma? You yeah. know, like the fun goofball that he used to be. He just sounded like every generic heel ever in yeah. his promo. It's
2: really felt bad. really bad for him. Real bad. Real bad." Um, so yeah, I mean, that is a match that two people matter. Yep, It's either Brock winning or it's Bobby winning. No one else matters in that match. And mm-hmm. like if not, if someone else wins that chamber, you've done a piss poor job of making them look credible.
3: Yeah. The only person I could see winning that's not Bobby or Brock would be Seth Rollins as like a shock. Like, oh my God, no one saw this coming kind of moment. But like, that's it. Yeah,
2: I don't see it happening though. Hey, I um, I saw Street Profits face Ziggler and Rude 500 mm. times on SmackDown. Yeah. And they got drafted over to Raw together. And all they've done since then is just have matches with each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Tommaso Champa's on commentary. I was like, What? Like, this match starts. And then, like, Jimmy Smith just goes, Oh, by the way, Tommaso Champa from NXT is here. And I'm like, what? Who is here? <laughs> Tommy Champs is here. And he's just like, Hello, I'm Tommaso Champa from <laughs> NXT 2.0. It's nice to meet you. I'm like, What are you doing here?
3: Welcome back to the main roster Tommy C and and what this was here to
2: build is because Dolph Ziggler has gone to NXT to possibly challenge for the NXT championship How do you build that up by pinning Dolph Ziggler in this match? How does this
3: company make a billion dollars? I don't know how I'll be honest. I didn't even notice that Ziggler got pinned. I just checked out of this match honestly it might have been rude but either
2: way Zig- <laughs> I don't but actually I think it might have been rude that got pinned did rude get pinned can anyone tell me who got pinned I
3: have no idea
2: either way uh, profits won yeah the profits won how do you what did the profits gain from winning this who why
3: who didn't Ziggy just win who cares you know
2: a uh, bunch of geeks are at the Broga party. Uh, Randy wasn't there. He's getting ready for a match. We've got yep. a promo video for Soul Man Rocky Johnson. Owens cut this promo about Texas. Smackdown it Rocky was really that got pinned. AJ Styles versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship. Match was about to get good. Lasted four minutes. Priest won. How does this build AJ Styles for the chamber this Saturday?
3: Well, how's going on? Why are you pinning AJ?
2: This company made a billion dollars
3: in one quarter, wasn't it? I think that, no, no, that, that, that was a year. That was yes. the annual. It was an annual one, yeah. Imagine that in one quarter, like that'd be crazy. Anyway, what? Why? Why is why is AJ losing? He's fighting for the WWE Championship on Saturday. Damian Priest has been US Champion for ages. Can't tell you the vast majority of his opponents. Maybe Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler's is one of them. Um, I think T-Bar. Did they ever match for
2: the title? That matches. I think that Miz matches. and John Morrison forever. Yes, it was Miz and John Morrison forever. That's it. Absolutely. Miz and John
3: Morrison, Dolph Ziggler, AJ Styles,
2: maybe a couple other people. Yeah, then, yeah Owens is in there. Yeah, I
3: guess. So but he's been champion
2: for how long now? Here's like, the, here's the problem though. So like. You know, i imagine there'll be people who are watching this video and they'll be in the comments and they'll be like, oh, what would you rather do? Like, you don't want to pin AJ, you don't want to pin Damian Priest. Here's an idea. Don't book the match! Since like, every week. Like, I feel that what happens, that Vince McMahon shows up to work, he writes down a bunch of matches, and then looks at me and he's like, well, goddamn, pal, now what do we do? Yeah. And it's just like the eraser has stopped working. He doesn't have to use the backspace on a computer. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, goddamn, pal, now we need to work out to get out of this situation. Yep. Like, they book themselves into these situations. Like, now what do we do? Yep. Ajo is not winning on Saturday. He really is not. Mm. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss's therapy sessions—they uh, gave he gave her the innards of Lily, mm-hmm. and then later on, they give her they give her a, a replica Lily doll mm-hmm. with the innards of the original Lily stuffed inside. Yep. Now, child's play law tells us that that means that Lily's soul is now in this new version of lily that's correct because i know you know this pete because you're a, a man of culture totally at the end of child's play um the chucky doll is or sort of burnt to a crisp right and then they shoot him through the heart the only way to to kill him because you know he's got his soul it is in the body at the start of charles play 2 they melt down that doll and they rebuild a new good guy doll because, hey, the good guy corporation want to sell the good guy dolls, right? So they melt down the the, the bad one and then uh, they build a new version. So Chucky's... Like, but like, but Chucky's soul is still within that body because although, yeah, it's a, it's a brand new Chucky doll, the soul of Charles Lee Ray is still in there. Mm. I knew that, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, so um, Alexa Bliss well, is... I was, I, was, I was very confused about the second one because he said, like here's the lily doll and you're completely cured of all this stuff you just need to keep lily near you at all times i was like wasn't that what she was doing before that's the opposite of being cured yeah i this he's a
2: bad therapist yeah real
3: bad yeah he is not via better help i i think i'm just gonna throw this out there this might be a hot take i don't think he's a therapist really yeah sure yeah pretty certain but he had one of those newton cradles i know and all therapists have them like what i hear
2: but, you know, Alexis Bliss was looking to recover from her trauma of the Lily doll, and his therapy advice was just like, "Here's Lily doll.
3: Here's the torn up innards of your best friend. Yeah, cured. Yeah, see." Someone's <laughs> trying to claim that you didn't know that about Child's Play, but I think you of course did. I, of course I knew that. <laughs>
2: Uh OMOS beat the Hurt business in the two-on-one handicap match. The legit they're still calling themselves the Hurt Business, even though Bobby Lashley was very clear, we're not the Hurt business.
3: <sighs> Such a shame. Hurt business theme song is so good. Yeah. Also, why do they call him OMAS? They say it weird. It's not Omos. Oh, they- oh.
2: OMAS Yeah,
3: O-mas. OMAS. It's weird. It's like it's it's like O-M-A-S. Uh,
2: at the end of this so amas beats both of them right Mm. and then whoever it is on commentary might have been Byron saxon was like man he just beat the former tag team champions i was like mate everyone does like
3: (laughs) everyone's tag team champions yeah also and
2: (laughs) (laughs) like everyone's beaten Shelton centric like it's not a big deal to beat them also
3: they were former tag champions
2: (laughs) they were right so we oh, got a gosh. series i'm gonna say it's not even a series of skits because it was literally two and that it was, was two. my that was my biggest issue with this i thought this was going to set up to be great yeah because it's valentine's day mm-hmm. so dana and reggie who have been going through this sort of like well they won't they netflix romantic comedy set at mm-hmm. christmas thing they've been doing sort of since the winter period right yeah they're going out on a val- a best friend's valentine's date because they're just friends; they're not romantic partners. Even though they literally teased last week, that they could be more than just romantic, uh, uh, or they could be just more than just friends, right?
3: Palantines. Oh, is that what it's called? That's cute. I I, I assume so. I don't know. If if, it, if not, I'm gonna trademark. <laughs> I, I would. That's really good because I know. Galantines. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's just, from the office. You can, you can have palantines. Why not? Trump Parks and Recreation.
2: Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, uh. Well, anyway, so like, so they're sat down, and you know, they're about to pick their food and stuff. And who should sneak into the background but Tazawa and Tamina? I did not know it was Tamina. (laughs) In like these crap like disguises and stuff. And they're like hiding behind menus. And it comes up saying, to be continued. And I was like, oh, this has got This opens up. I don't like any of this 24-7 stuff. But this is genuinely an opportunity here for some good comedy. Then it ended in the next segment. Yeah. Because it's not to be continued. Literally a few seconds later, R-Truth shows up as the waiter. They find out as the waiter. They all brawl.
3: And then Reggie pins Dana. So, Reggie said to Dana, can we take this relationship to the next level? And she was like, no, basically. She said, you know, you'll make someone really happy someday, but that person's not me. And he goes, hey, yeah, no, that's totally fair. Friends is fine. Gives her a hug and then rolls her up and and wins a 24-7 title. I thought that moment itself was quite good. Everything else... Was pants the finish of this? I, I did
2: actually quite enjoy, mm. like him going in for the hug and then turning it into the schoolgirl for yeah. the win. I thought that was actually pretty inventive. Yeah. And I, thought, I thought it was really fun. But like, if you're going to set this up. With a to be continued, mm-hmm. why not do multiple segments? Yeah, There's you some done. like some good comedy in there. You got yeah. three hours to fill. Yeah. and if your response to that is like, "Well, we don't, we want less twenty four seven stuff," then just do it in one segment. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to, You know, you didn't put this tease in there, and obviously a million people
3: at home be like, "I need to stick around and watch this show and find mm-hmm. out what happens next." Yeah, broker party continues. We had Joe a... Dawkins nailed a shot for beer pong. Wonder how many takes that took, or was it none? Hey, if it was Shane Taylor, it would have taken none. Just straight in there, straight bang, bang
2: um we had a contract signing for the raw women's championship i
3: think this is the thing on this show that i liked i loved this <laughs> i thought this was awesome yeah this is the one thing do you know do you know why it's awesome p because mm. becky lynch is an interesting character she has a character she has a character isn't that great and like it's
2: why her promo segment was so good last week against lita mm. is because lita didn't have a character She came out there was like i am a wwe superstar so happy to be i here. am so happy to be here becky lynch comes out and was like here's my character yeah and she carried that into today like be- like becky lynch comes out to be like awesome and senior just like why are you doing this mm-hmm why is my child here? And like, she's all disheveled. And stuff. I actually like credit to not only just the commentary, the way that this whole segment was produced. Yeah. Because Lita comes out, she makes her and She sits in the ring. And then the commentary team would be like, oh man, and here comes big time Bex. She is big time Bex with her big old glasses. And this, and any other Becky Lynch comes out, not looking like big time Bex. And the commentary was go like, oh, oh, that's, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought Becky's delivery of this was awesome. I thought Lita was there. And
3: mm-hmm. I thought this was a complete home run. Yeah, I think Becky's great at the moment. So, so curious about it. It's, it's so completely different from what we've seen from Becky for, uh, before. This kind of like insecure character who just... And she said, you know, you're taking me to a place I don't want to go and I don't know if I can come back from. So what I'm hoping is that this will have long-term ramifications for Becky's character. This could to be a new side of, you know, we've done the big time Beck's thing. I think it's probably run its course at this point, as is. Uh, so having like the next development of Becky's character and this being the trigger for it, big thumbs up for all involved. This kind of like nervous wreck who like, you know, doesn't want to beat up her her childhood hero kind of thing. Mm. Very, very good. Also, did Lita say she has a 500 day title reign? She won a at SummerSlam. Yeah, I did think that was weird. I wonder if they're like just like continuing it from a previous from one. From a previous yeah. one, yeah. it's not how title reigns work. But that's fine. I I g- a- I'd like to add together all of my championship reigns
2: <laughs> and it'll equate <laughs> yeah. to about 15 days. <laughs> Longest <laughs> reigning champion of all time. <laughs> I've had that belt three times. <laughs> I honestly could probably count on one pair of hands for the amount of days I've actually held the thing for. Um, uh, I also, Pete, mm. I don't know if you know this, mm. but WWE continues to influence the world did you see this whole thing on twitter the other over the weekend no so in saudi arabia at the moment they got banners up for the elimination mm-hmm. chamber and there's like all the uh, sure. all the ladies are on it right right and every single woman in wwe tweeted wwe continues to influence the world and it was just like you know mr roboto had typed up that and it was Cringy as all get out. Yeah. They all said the same thing. There's a footballer. I don't know what his name was, right? But he, um, they, their social media manager asked all the players to tweet out a certain thing. And the text message they sent was like, write something like, and then the thing. And all that the guy did was just copy that text message and put it onto Twitter and post that. So the tweet was like, say something like, and then the what they wanted them to say. And this is like those all of those tweets. Felt they were written by the yeah. same social media intern that wwe continues to influence the world and then on commentary Corey Grace is like wwe continues to influence the world
4: awful
2: awful business never been a better time <laughs> that was good um we then had a gauntlet match to uh, determine who was going to be the final entrant in the, or who goes in last for mm-hmm. the Elimination Chamber this coming Saturday. Yeah. Rhea Ripley quickly beat Nikki Ash. She then quickly beat Liv Morgan, and then she quickly beat Dropped, and then had a banging match against Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley, in total, was in the ring for 44 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think a good 20 minutes of that was commercial
3: breaks. I, okay, okay. L- I've seen a lot of people that really like this Golden match. Okay. And, you know, I thought the last two of Rhea and Bianca was really, really good. I thought it elevated Rhea really well. I have some pretty severe gripes with this match, though, in that one, Bianca Belair is now last in the elimination chamber. The perennial Iron Woman babyface Bianca Belair is last in the elimination chamber, which counterintuitive. Uh you had Rhea Ripley go the whole distance, cool, babyface. Having breaks. Like, breaks where they're not wrestling. For an entire ad break, like, Liv Morgan would come out, cut to an ad break, come back, the match starts. That's not a gauntlet match. (laughs) If you have breaks in it, the point is it's a continuous match. The the point is that the first person in has to overcome all these obstacles, and as soon as you beat one person, oh, here's the next person. You don't get a break straight into the next match. Having ad breaks defeats the point of a gauntlet match. This company made a billion (laughs) dollars. Ah! Oh, man, they did it twice as well. Did it for Liv Morgan, did it for Doudrop, and then they did a picture-in-picture break for Bianca Belair where they stood looked at each other for two minutes. Like, just wound me up. Really wound me up, that. At least Bianca Belair versus
2: Ripley was good. It was very good. Like, I'd imagine that this Saturday, like, Ripley will go the distance again and it'll come down to Ripley and Belair. hmm So, let's talk about it now. So, Alexa Bliss was just inserted into the match. <laughs> that... Was an awkward splice, wasn't it? Just oh it my was, goodness! Like so, that had to have been a last-minute decision. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. had to have been done over the weekend, maybe mm-hmm. even on the day. Alexa Bliss is in that match. Yep. Because Alexa Bliss walks out of the therapy session, and then his voiceover just goes like, "Oh hey, I hear there's a match this Saturday. I'm in it."
3: <laughs> and then <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it was a little graphic. Alexa Bliss in on Saturday. Like
2: what? Got like... A whiplash from that announcement. It honestly was just this terrible voiceover. They're just like, oh, and by the way, it's like, yeah. I have to go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa Bliss is in the Elimination Chamber. Wild. But so, like, if Bliss is in the Chamber, do you think she. I don't think she's winning.
3: Not if she's facing Becky.
2: Because I don't no. think. But I don't think. So apparently, uh, this is what Sean was saying. It's um, the plan since January has been Bianca versus Becky. Mm-hmm. And like Becky, uh, the, sort of the, the one of the reports I saw was that like Becky has been looking for someone to be made to look strong, so that she then has a credible strong challenger yeah. for when she gets to WrestleMania, and that's why mm-hmm. Bianca has been so heavily protected on TV because Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch is the <laughs> designated main event. Like I like the fact what that that's novel been novel concept. Like I like that that's been in place since January when that storyline started at SummerSlam. Yeah. like surely the decision was made there. You'd think that it's going to be Bianca versus Becky, but regardless, yeah. So, it's going to be Bianca. At least that's what I would presume. Mm-hmm. Because to me, again, this is the storyline we've been telling since SummerSlam. Yep. If it's Alexa Bliss, that's really weird. Then Alexa just randomly inserts herself into this match four days beforehand and then wasn't part of this gauntlet match and then just is going to win. But then that raises the question, of like, what, are you just going to beat Alexa Bliss in her return
3: match? Why didn't they? If If they'd have thought about it beforehand, which clearly they didn't, why didn't they have the gauntlet match happen? Bianca Belair wins the gauntlet. Bianca Belair wins. Great gauntlet. Out comes Alexa Bliss. Now we've got one more competitor in the gauntlet. Here's Alexa Bliss and she cheats to win if she's still a heel, I guess. I guess probably because she wasn't there for the TV tapings, so they hadn't actually decided... <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because the they hadn't thought about it. But if that was going to be the plan, if she was going to be in certain Elimination Chamber, that surely would have been the way to do it.
2: And actually, and I'm sure that um, Chris will be in the, the Ultra Chats to talk about this, probably. but like, her storyline's not with Becky. No, not at all.
3: No, 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 no. she
2: her's, won't win. Well, no, but I mean, her storyline beats with Charlotte. Yeah. Because Charlotte killed Lily. Yeah. It's like, surely she's got more she has an actual like inbuilt storyline for a return there yeah she just comes back and has a few with becky
3: it's like and yeah no she's not winning on elimination chamber i think something something will happen in the chamber someone will mess up lily in the chamber and that will be her feud going into mania
2: <laughs> yep um alpha academy beat a riddle of the toga party you might have mentioned we barely mentioned the toga party and that's because nothing happened in them it's a bunch they, of people hanging out they announced this ahead of time yeah they had a whole week to think of things you could do in this toga party and it was nothing.
3: They did none of them. Why did everyone like Riddle as well? It's a bunch of heels. And they're all like, yeah, Riddle, yeah, love yeah, you, mate. Like Apollo
2: like, Cruz and Commander Aziz were there. And, and I'm like, Vega I'm, and Carmella. Like, why did you like Riddle? Well, uh, in all fairness, Carmella and Zelina Vega thought the party was for them. Mm. Did they? Yeah, I think Zelina had a line at the start which was like, oh, I'm so glad that people have turned up to have a party in my honor.
3: Okay, missed that.
2: Uh, Alpha Academy beat the Mysterios.
3: <laughs> I was really enjoying this segment until Miz came out. Yep, Miz was there, hit a skull crush finale on Ray afterwards. Cool. I get accused on this channel a lot of mm. having an anti-Miz agenda. Mm-hmm. I say me, Wrestle
2: Talk as a whole yeah. has this anti-Miz agenda. It's kind of it, but I don't like him. I ain't, I, I just, he's fine. He comes on TV. I want to turn it over to watch something else. Like as I said, like Chad Gable comes out, he cuts this awesome promo. Brilliant, like with this shush, and his I mm-hmm. oh, thank you. I was, I was like, this is so great. He is so charismatic. Blaming Kevin Kilpatrick for like and his accent for not understanding how to spell a word. Mm-hmm. Thought that was great. You know, like, oh man, I hate cheaters. You and Dominic and Ray, you're cheaters. I was like, this is brilliant stuff. Then the Miz comes out, I'm like, oh for Jesus I forgot that he was part of this feud. yeah nope. I'd actually much rather just watch Chad Gable feud with Rey Mysterio.
3: Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway. And then we have the final X of Bliss therapy segment, which we talked about, and Seth Rollins uh, beat Randy Orton. Uh, Orton had the match won. Yep. Pretty much. Ollie said in his review today that it's a great way to build the chamber match by beating five of the twelve people that are in the elimination chamber. I would actually argue they beat six. Because Randy Orton beat Seth Rollins in this match. Yep, He hit the RKO and he had the match won and Alpha Academy distracted him. And Alpha Academy distracting him led to Rollins hitting the stomp and getting the win. So Rollins didn't look great here. By I mean, Rollins should have won. 100% Rollins should have won. He's fighting for the WWE Championship this Saturday. He 100% should have won this match. But Randy won it first. Yeah. So Rollins lost. AJ lost. Drop lost if morgan lost And uh, rhea ripley lost it's just everyone going into these matches this weekend riddle got beaten up backstage riddle got beaten up on the ramp here everyone looked like a chump in the opening segment austin theory got beaten up like every single person in these chambers with the exception of bobby lashley brock lesnar and bianca belair look like either lost or look like losers
3: yep why can't we build new stars luke I just Stop. don't get it. Okay, so, I mean, uh, we've gone so long
2: on this show, so I wasn't even going to bring this up. I, I know a lot of people really like Brock Lesnar's appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, did you see Brock Lesnar on the Pat McAfee show? And I'm like, Pat McAfee, I'm re- I'd rather not. And uh, people were like, oh, did you see it? And I was like, yeah. like I saw Brock's comments where he was like, someone really needs to step up Mm -hmm. and like work out a way to put asses in seats. I was like, do you not think that people have been trying for the last 20 years to step up and put asses in seats and every single one of them have had the legs cut out from underneath and Brock Lesnar, you didn't. You didn't get your legs cut out from underneath you. Roman Reigns didn't get his legs cut out from underneath him. So now he's sitting there being like, I mean, well, it's not my fault that like no one can be as big of a star as me in Rome. And Roman. I was like, yeah, it's because WWE haven't tried for 20 years. Yeah, That's not your fault. It's not Roman's fault, but it's not their fault either. You think Big E didn't try to be when he was WWE champion. I think Kofi Kingston... Didn't try? Do you think Cesaro hasn't tried to be a main eventer? Do you think Finn Balor <laughs> hasn't tried to be a main? Eventer? Do you think Dean Ambrose didn't try to be a main eventer in WWE? And do you know who derailed him? You, Brock Lesnar, when you had that match of main and you showed him like, don't wanna do this, and you made him look like an asshole. Like, all, all of these people have tried over the years, and then Brock sits there with his stupid grin. He's like, man, I mean, people need to step up. Like, it's not their fault. It's a bad company, and apparently Cody's going back there.
3: (laughs) God. I don't know if this is a hot take. Uh huh. I don't really like WWE. (laughs) (laughs) What did you? What would you have rated this show? Like you didn't watch Raw on a regular basis. Oh my god, I don't care. It's three hours long. For me, the show was was a two out of five. It was so boring. It is boring, isn't it? So boring. Nothing happened just not a lot of happening. sure two two one two, two. I, w- I wouldn't say it's a one out of five i've seen some one out of five who cares i've seen some one out of five and anyway, if i get wrong. angry about a show at least i feel something jesus it me nothing uh in the poll
2: 48 of you thought it was average 21 thought it was rawful 18 thought it was poor but that is very heavily weighted towards average nearly 50 of the audience thought it was an average show I'm in agreement but for me this was more a two out of five show because it's the go home show for Elimination Chamber, and I think it actively made a lot of people in the chamber look bad.
3: Yeah. Also, it's three hours, and that is too long. Hey, there's no need to swear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, we're going to do some our Patreon pledge hammer shout outs now, everyone. If you want to head on over to patreon.com forward slash resertalk, Pete what can they get?
3: Oh, so many things. I'm trying to multitask at the same time. If you go to patreon.com forward slash. Wrestle Talk. Uh, you can get loads of stuff. We've got loads of exclusive content coming out. Uh, Luke is going to be recording The Mailbag with Denise Salcedo like, right after this podcast. You can expect that soon. We've got Wrestle Talk Extra, which is No Way Out 2009, where Ollie and Luke will be reviewing that. We recorded to- that yesterday, in fact. Yeah. It's uh, about, by the time I put all the clips in, probably about three hours long for our podcast. Three hour deep dive of No Way Out 2009. We've got uh, Fan Quizzle Mania later this week. We've got Wrestle Girl After Dark next week. We've got Wrestle League for Elimination Chamber this week. Oh my God, so much stuff! And also, if you pledge at the $25 or above T, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read right out on a show much like this one. So thank you to... Jackson T. Roller. I don't have the names. The Shrock Master,
2: Austin Shrock. Dylan, if you don't speak, that's why I got you to do the spiel, because I didn't get yep. them up here. Yep, yep, yep. Uh,
3: dot, 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 dive. Dylan, Cachetta. Peter, Fiber, Branchus. Always shining. Garrett, Albright. Will, always mark out for Ollie, Landrum thomas o jumper michael mark for life plowman the machine gun alex anderson yo
2: adrian
3: rocky a song of ice fire 352 and finally for this hall of fame class of the 15th of february 2022 we're gonna need to fight find- oh there's a date right there should look at that in the future not eugene andrew dinsmore that's a good Thank you all so much for being Patreon
2: Pledgehammers. We love each and every single one of you. Let's get into your remaining Ultra Jets. Just seeing if we missed mm-hmm. any. Doop, 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 doop. Yep.
3: We're getting used to these tablets. Uh-huh,
2: yep, we're getting da, there. Da, 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 got some here. Yep. Brett J. Rasmussen. Uh, I love Cody and all the work he's done for AEW. He's had his ups and downs, but I've been a fan of Cody in all that he has done. I still cheered him even when others didn't. All I want for him and Brandy is to be uh, doing is to be happy whatever they're doing next.
3: Absolutely. It's a very nice way to put it, Brett. I uh, do want them to be happy. I won't be excited if they go back to WWE, but if that's what makes them happy
2: cool yeah i think i am i am excited because what does that mean mm. but am i
3: excited to see cody wrestle matches in wwe you know how long when someone uh debuts in aew and we go oh think of all the dream matches you know like we did for, for keith lee when we lost our minds at the thought of keith lee versus kenny omega I, d- I don't get that excited about cody versus people in wwe because i don't think the matches will be that great you know i just don't think they're going to show that level of respect to cody to be like yeah go and have your style of match because they won't they'll just have a wwe match featuring cody can i um can i do a bit of fantasy booking sure i'm gonna
2: slightly piggyback off something that you said earlier mm. wrestlemania yeah roman retains over brock lesnar for the blue universal championship right next night it's the roar after mania And you know what that Raw After Mania crowd is like? Sure. That will be the hardcore traveling audience.
4: Mm.
2: And that's the first time in a while that we've had the hardcore traveling audience for a Raw After Mania. True. It might put an extra bit of salt and pepper into the seasoning Mm. for the Raw After Mania this year. That's when Cody debuts or Mm -hmm. that's when Cody returns. Yeah. The main event of that night is Cody versus Roman for the title and Cody wins. Mm. If you're going to do the title switch, you're going to have Cody win his first big match. So that's the one to do, right? Is de- the man to dethrone Roman Reigns on his first match back, his first night back on the Raw after Mania in front of that crowd? Why would you do it the Raw after Mania when you could do it a WrestleMania Backlash? <laughs> Come on. <Luke>. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so the poll is now finished. Is it a work? Yes, 51%. No, 49%. <laughs> God, <laughs> God, close. Uh, Nate S. Can Ollie message his brother Cody and tell him to negotiate Ali's release in his WWE contract? I really can't see him and Brandy going to WWE after all they did in AEW and knowing how WWE treats people. What a huge, crazy story. I'd be disappointed for sure. Poor Ali, by the way. See that tweet where he's like, I'll see yeah. him in two and a half years? Whoa. Oh oh
3: i'm so sad that's like late 2024
2: oh mate uh jack nichols uh yo i can't listen live uh, where- <laughs> i'm not gonna quite say that um do-do-do-do. i'm really looking forward to seeing alexa bliss back and i sort of want her to win yep. oh my god have we only got one more chat left? yeah that's it oh okay uh and football down under with zach said hey luke and pete as someone who's only watched wrestling from about 2013 i wanted to go back and watch some of the older content going back to the attitude era what would be a good period to start at thanks from australia oh crikey mate australia nailed it so good uh what would be a good place to start i mean probably like wrestlemania 15 Sure. 14 actually sorry like the mm-hmm. the austin era has begun that's probably the best place to start problem is is you've then got to watch a lot of 1998 pay-per-views yeah. and the roars are dead exciting but the pay-per-views are stinkers man a lot of the 1998
3: pay-per-views suck like that they are really bad i mean if you want to just watch some good pay-per-views just watch like all of 2000 right because yeah, like pretty that's much every good. pay-per-view bar wrestlemania's a banger absolutely, year, right?
2: yeah i mean 2000 is like the best year apart yeah. from mania which is terrible yeah but like i think if you want to see austin yeah like, if, if like if maybe if that's your aim is because you want to see what austin was like mm-hmm. 2000's a bad place to start because he's not there for a lot of it so, yeah like he shows up at backlash but he's out with the injury mm-hmm. after being run down and then his matches that he has after that when he comes back aren't really that great mm-hmm. just like he kills rikishi yeah. and then he's in the Armageddon hell in the cell which is a bunch of fun
3: and then you get into 2001 um and he doesn't have anything notable after that N- nothing yeah. about like wrestlemania x7 that was pretty forgettable i think right yeah i don't think a lot
2: happened that one apart from no, the, yeah. the greatest wrestling match of all time yeah, between no. raven Kane and big show mm. um yeah maybe 1999 at least 1999 has got goofy fun in it because mm-hmm. that's got power power and all that sort of <laughs> stuff and you know, like Austin yeah. versus Vince and Shane in a ladder match for control of the company. Like, sure, yeah. All that sort of stuff's pretty grand. And Rob Phillips here says, maybe Cody is so desperate to not be booed, he's heading back to the indifferent
3: WWE casual audience as his only escape. Q uh, piped-in boos from Kevin Dunn. That would be quite funny, actually. If, he get, if it escapes AEW to not be booed and then gets piped-in boos. <sighs> we went long. Well, what a show. Crikey.
2: I am... Um, yeah. Flabbergasted by the Cody News. Yeah. Throw me through a loop, that has. I don't really know what to make of it. I guess we'll sort of like I'm gonna see if Fightful have posted anything actually.
3: Mm, that'd be smart. Just before just before. Just because the show's do. not gone long enough.
2: Yeah, I know. Well I mean I'm recording with Denise in like ten minutes and I need to like yeah, set like some set stuff up. up. I need to set up and do some gubbins here and there, but I think Denise's probably got some stuff to catch up on as well. With, yeah, probably. You know, you there's there's some news and stuff. Yeah. Um no, no, no new update from Sean as of yet. Let me just quickly check
4: Twitter. Because
2: I don't really know what else to, to do. No. Oh, Sean's done a show. He's actually live He's right live now. He's live right now. Everyone, head on over to Fightful. Head on over to Fightful YouTube channel now because Sean is doing a live show talking about Cody leaving that is tell them WrestleTalk sent you as well
3: yes tell them the rest podcast important. yeah
2: tell them we sent you because we love sean ross sap he's a good friend of ours he's great head on over there right now and go and watch his because he'll be the man who's got all the best updates on this
3: So, Luke, before you read another email, uh-huh. I would like to have this this platform that we have. Because, you know, we like we like to promote positivity. We like to, you know, u- use this platform in the right way. Uh-huh. I'm going to hijack this platform to just complain about my morning. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you got the Underground was cancelled, right? Partially that. Okay. So, everything this morning <laughs> has just been working against me, right? There's some sort of conspiracy going on. So, this morning, I was trying to uh, get images for the news video obviously i, I presented my bit of the news mm-hmm. after i presented my bit of the news ollie then said oh did you include these stories you might have missed and i went no i did miss those you're right and he said no worries you still got a good lead and everything we will we'll include it another so time Steve asked him. yeah exactly and that one that lead is fine so we'll, we'll do it another time uh so I was already like, "It's oh, a bit annoying. I, I missed that." And I, I, the only reason I'd done it so early was because I was also watching Raw today because I was doing the Raw podcast. Um, so I, I got that done nice and early. And then when Ollie, normally when he says the script's ready for you to get the, the images, he will have got screenshots while he's watching Raw, so that most of whatever he's going to joke about or talk about he'll already have screenshots of so i don't have to scrub through the episodes to try and get them especially like backstage segments and things because exactly, like all yes. the images
2: we tend to get for reviews are from wwe.com's gallery right? exactly yes but then there'll be things like oh they interviewed the street prophets backstage exactly there's no screenshot for that
3: exactly or it's like a very specific thing that he wants to highlight which he's got a screenshot of which is very very helpful kevin Patrick. exactly example. yes uh so that's very very helpful uh on this day in particular ollie said ah sorry the thing i was using it didn't let me take any screenshots i only have one i was like cool so i'm gonna have to scrub through the episode and try or maybe go on youtube videos and try and get a screenshot here and there that was a bit frustrating uh, i'm gonna apologize but, now because i've done that to you in the past with AEW. Ah, it's fine because uh, I, I
2: watched the show and then finished and be like
3: uh-oh i uh, don't got any screenshots <laughs> i didn't get any screenshots of yeah. me. i don't usually do this whoopsie uh that's fine you don't normally do it ollie knows uh, but, <laughs> but, 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 but you can get screenshots so i was like, all right but i was like okay I'll, i'm i'm already on my way into the office i'll just get images once up once i'm there but when I got uh, on the, the the transport in, uh, got to uh, Stratford and was going to get the the overground over, and uh, you get the you get the overground from Stratford to Hackney Wick. One stop, it's it's delightful. You can walk here. I can, but it's quicker to get the train. It really is. It absolutely is. Oh come on, it absolutely can't, it can't be that is. much quicker. It genuinely probably saves me about ten minutes getting the train. Absolutely does. Can I can guarantee you, I've I've done both several times. I've done both
2: several times because I used to. Stratford was my stop when I was living in London, mm. and actually now when I get the train in, I go to Stratford International.
3: Yeah, and then you just walk. Yeah, through. Stratford International is probably about the same you on might, average. You to might walk.
2: save sort of three or so minutes sure. because you don't have to go all the way through Westfield. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yes. Whereas I, Stratford's the, a bit longer.
1: Even so, it is.
2: I, but I, when I was living in London, I would go up at Stratford and I would then walk to Hackney Wick because well, yeah, it's like,
3: like it's crazy. a, a ten-minute walk. It's. 15 minutes like, <laughs> let's be real here good exercise um, Pete. and and it's like two minutes on the train right it's, it's like nothing also right? i is because I know a lot of this story is that the underground was cancelled I did <laughs> hold on right also when I tried to get images normally we try and use it through very very legal means uh and the the very particular legal stream that I was trying to use it had already been removed for, for copyright. So I had to go on another one which had no thumbnail previews and I had to try and scrub. It was, it was a whole thing, It'd right? It had been removed for completely legal reasons. For completely legal reasons, right? Uh, so I was trying to use another one as a whole thing. And then, yeah, the the overground was uh, it it moved us from one platform. It said, ah, it's actually going to go from this other platform to where to go round, go to this other platform, got up on there. And then the train didn't show up. And then there was another announcement. It's actually going to be back on the platform where you were before. Okay, cool. Went back round to the platform we were before. All got on, sat there for about 10 minutes. Laurie was on that train. He was sitting across from me on the thing. And he was like, you're right. Oh, (laughs) hey, because he was on his way to drafts to shoot and bad stuff um so we chatted for a bit and then i was like this is taken a while i should probably just walk so then the announcement said you should probably try and find alternative means so i was like fantastic great so i walked from stratford hated every second of it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I feel no sympathy for you now because it's <laughs> such a, like when you message they'd be like the overgrounds like cancelled or stuff I was like yeah. oh man pete stranded so an easy you're in
3: frippin stratford yeah man i was one stop away i could that's thro- so far
2: i could throw a stone and hit stratford <laughs> from here so, so, so I, got, I got to the office i had to get a taxi across like <laughs> it
3: cost me a small fortune so, so, so i got to the office and i was like i'm a bit behind today because we also have a meeting we had a big we, old we, meeting we had a big old meeting Big with old me and ollie at uh, at 11 and i was like i've not even watched raw yet i need to get the images i need to make the thumbnail just about got it. i don't even have time for lunch like i've just been i've been i've been stressing all morning, Luke, and my laptop's playing silly bugs. It went black screen at one point; just wasn't responding. It was having a whole mare by itself. It's been one of those days where it's just one thing and then the next thing and then the next thing, and the next thing, and then I had to watch Raw, which, you know, didn't exactly help my mood or anything. Yeah, you know, it was, it was a show, wasn't it? Yeah, it's
2: just a bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have heard us talk a lot about Raw, just <laughs> you yeah. know. In the last preceding hour. Oh, actually, I don't even think the show going to run an hour today. Oh,
3: God, I have nothing to
2: talk about on this show. Yeah, I mean, I'm, book- I'm doing a show with Denise after this. She was like, do you want to do it for half past so you can finish up raw? And I'm like, I don't think it's going to take no. me that long, to be honest. We could start a quarter past if yeah. you want. Um, Have I got another email that I want to read? Yes, I do. Which one was it? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I'm going to read this one here from Jack Nichols a name that you will have heard uh, mm. a few times actually on this podcast because i know he's already in uh, ultra jazzed in uh, he says hi lads jack nichols here uh, i hear that you're looking for stories and pictures of times people met wrestlers i've met a bunch of wrestlers brag <laughs> my posse tkm oh jack hold on oh, oh jack i've got questions mate Yeah. you know um I, I don't know if you had this you're 10 years younger than i am mm. um when i was a kid okay sorry not quite but yeah like eight
3: something like that yeah yeah yeah,
2: more or less seven something around that something like that when i was a kid and i heard that the undertaker was part of the bone street crew (laughs) bsk i'm like oh man undertaker (gasps) is in this crew the godfather is part of it kane's a part of it man the bone street crew they must be badass no they were playing dominoes yeah man they were playing dominoes like backstage probably sipping a cup of tea yeah
3: That's, that's some badass dominoes it's like, like
2: cool dominoes. He used to have BSK tatted on his name and being like, mm. oh BSK for love, and I'm the date, man. Spin out chewing this.
3: Yep. And like yes yeah. But it's like cool dominoes. There's like chips in some of the pieces, you know, they're like weathered. It's cool dominoes. My, my granddad played dominoes. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh
2: anyway. My posse, TKM and I, used to mm. attend a lot of wrestling. <laughs> i'm so (laughs) sorry jack (laughs) Uh, a lot of local wrestling events in east anglia i mean you're in east anglia as well if you if you called yourself tkm and you're in east anglia like it's it's hard to look cool when you're part of a posse in east anglia um came quite familiar with the local talent thus if they had famous wrestlers flying we'd try and meet them and chit chat for a bit i have enough tales to take an entire segment but for brevity i'm going to explain the concept of the tatanka scale You see, some wrestlers are nice, some are really nice, but there is only one Tatanka, the Mm. nicest wrestler I've ever met. In Cambridgeshire, either St. Nitos or St. Ives, can't remember, it doesn't matter, in 2014 we went to an amazing sales side show and saw a list of people that would go on to be huge. We brought the noise that night and got pretty hyped. That caught the eye of Tatanka, who waited for an event organiser to disappear and invited my friend Tony over for some free pictures. We spent about 15 minutes talking with him and Marty Gennetti. My God, that must have been a heck of a conversation with Marty Gennetti in 2014. Uh, And since then, I've always maintained that he's the coolest wrestler I've ever met. Closely followed by Jake Hager, who scored a solid nine out of Tatanka. Only <laughs> matched by Peter Nixon, a local wrestler who came to my wedding. Wow. I'd also be remiss not to mention that his match was criminally underrated RJ Singh. And mm. uh, that night, his knob slipped out of his tights. <laughs> He's hung like a tomahawk. Great. Have a great day. Pictures attached. I used to be chunkier than uh, I am now, and I more hair than I do. lost my hair in Nam, uh, but that's another story for another day. That is a picture there of our friend Jack with Tatanka. Nice. There is with Marty Gennetti. Uh, very nice indeed you certainly do look like a crew there you've all got matching t-shirts
3: and stuff what did the t-shirt say does it say cleft cleft by the looks yeah cleft by the looks of it the cleft machine well
2: that doesn't follow into tkm also a cleft would be in there wouldn't it yeah total cleft
3: mafia it's my guess yep that's the one I
2: I think Jack Jack I'm going to ask you to email in Mm. 10 suggestions of what TKM stands for and we've got to work out which is the right one yeah that's a good one I like that a lot Uh, right that is all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast though thank you all so much for listening we will see you uh, tomorrow for the NXT review your favourite show of the week can't wait and uh, predictions for Elimination Chamber this Saturday take care everyone I love you goodbye